0: casey and i'm emily and you're listening to a sprinkle of sugar a dash of murder a true crime podcast with an element of baking
1: and what are we doing this week
0: so this week we are actually covering a case that we've already covered yeah um, what yes um i'm sorry i know her last name's valo what'd you say lori 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 Vallow. lori valo yep so um, that name might sound a little familiar to you, not only from our podcast, obviously, but um, her name has been in the news quite a bit these past few years. hmm yeah, yeah, so we covered the case when it was still pretty fresh and actually was not completely, uh, all the trials weren't done yet, right?
1: Yeah, it was, we covered it so fresh that there was, looking back at it now, there's so much we didn't say and left out, which is, why we are revisiting it
0: yeah i know that at the yeah at the time we said we were going to give updates and do a whole update video so now is the time
1: yeah um,
0: if you wanted if anyone was feeling inspired and wanted to go back and re-listen to us um i had i listened to the first half of it um the other day and at the time i was thinking like i i I forgot to figure out what I was going to bake that week. It was right after I had chili. (laughs) Um, And so I I forgot uh, what I was going to bake. So anyway, um, we did something where we like figured it out on the spot and then we ended up making a drink. But the whole theme was Hawaiian because at one point in the story, they uh, run off to Hawaii. So... Um. anyway I decided to do another Hawaiian dish for my eat this week and I love these things like my stomach is growling just looking at the picture (laughs) um they're the Hawaiian roll ham and cheese sliders Mm. super easy to make Mm -hmm. perfect for a party or like if you're making the office something um Literally, you just take the Hawaiian rolls and put them in a uh, serving pan and then um, put the ham and the cheese, put the uh, roll right back on top. And you're going to use like some Dijon mustard, a little bit of honey um, and uh, lots of butter. Mm. and That makes the best. Oh, my goodness. I want it right now. <laughs>
1: but
0: Um, anyway yep that's my bake this week nice so let's get started
1: all right so how this is gonna work since I said we're updating and like rewiring the story so I'm gonna give like you know the same um story of like what happened if you don't remember or because it's been a while but there is a lot more information that I found out that I put in, so there's a lot more that I didn't say, and also the obviously, the updates of this case from because mm-hmm. we left when we originally did this, they had just found the bodies and we didn't have anything from after that. So,
0: oh yeah, yeah, I'm so, very curious.
1: Lori Vallow, starting with her life, um, she's married a couple times. She ran off with a guy named Nelson in high school and they were only married for six weeks and then annulled that marriage. And then she met another guy named Will and she and this man, William, had a son named Colby. Um, but she left Will when Colby was born because he wasn't very, he wasn't a very good person. And she started seeing Joseph Ryland and she, or Ryan, sorry. And she and Joe had her daughter, Tylee, together. Mm-hmm. Um, And right after Tylee was born, Lori competed for Mrs. Texas Pageant, and she was on Wheel of Fortune. Um, what? Yeah, so she had some, like, attention around her from being in the pageant and on TV. Yeah. And she has always been very very religious she was raised in a religious household but um she told people that god told her that she was going to be on wheel of fortune um so she made it happen and um yeah so like things like that think, she was saying yeah, i think god
0: you know i don't think that he really um Goes and tells people, Hey, you're gonna be on TV. Like, you're gonna be on TV. TV. Can you believe it? uh, (laughs) I think he's got other more important things to do, but Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but so Joe started being a little more violent toward his adoptive son, Colby and towards Lori. So they left Joe when Tylee was three years old, and Joe had sexually abused Colby as well. And he was like eight years old. So Lori just said, she said herself, she was either going to murder Joe for what he did to him, or she was going to turn to the life of the temple and religion. And so she chose the temple. So, which is good for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Most people, but not for her. Uh, in 2005, she met Charles Vallo, who was 49 at the time in Austin, Texas. And they met, Um, she was a hairdresser, and they met when she was, like, cutting his hair. And they married, and Lori was his second wife, and he was her fourth husband.
0: Um, Yeah, it just seems like she jumps from guy to guy. Like, she's yeah, got some, for sure. she's, like, insecure and just needs a guy.
1: Mm hmm. Um he had two sons already, and she had Colby and tiley And they all moved in together in Phoenix. Um Arizona. I almost said Texas, and I was like, that's <laughs> <correct."> <laughs> um. So oh my goodness, okay. Charles had a sister named Kay, and his sister and her husband, Larry, had adopted their grandson, JJ, because their son was unable to take care of JJ. So Kay and Larry were raising him, um, and JJ has autism, and they Mm -hmm. were getting a little older. Larry was 65, so they wanted Charles to adopt. JJ because they thought it would be best for him to like grow up with a younger family um so in 2014 Lori and Charles adopted two-year-old JJ and Tylee immediately was so close to him like they were she really like looked after him protected him she was very very close to him
0: wait I'm sorry I missed how how is JJ related again so
1: Charles Vallow uh, um, JJ is his nephew, his sister's. Oh, his. Uh, uh, no, it's super weird. JJ is Charles's sister's son's son.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: I just so I don't know, not nephew, because it's no. his. Uh,
0: It'd be like a great nephew. Yeah. The second nephew. Something like great. that. Great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: His sister's grandson, I should say. That makes it a little easier. Yeah. His sister's grandson. So, yeah. But, okay, so Lori was Mormon, and Charles converted when they got married to follow her religion, and they went to church every Sunday. Um, but eventually, things started getting very strange and Lori started acting strangely. Um she started replacing all of the photos in the house of like that were like of the kids and of you know family members with pictures of the temple um and like iconography, like religious iconography like everywhere. Um which like people do, but it normally doesn't replace your family photos, you know?
0: That's the thing. And like just to be suddenly doing that.
1: Yeah. And she started saying she had visions of like an angel kissed her on the cheek, she was hearing voices and being sent on missions by angels. So, yeah. Um and then she said that God told her to move to Kauai. Um so they did. As a family, they all packed up, moved to Hawaii, Kauai, and um they joined the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints there in Hawaii. Um, but Lori started seeing Charles as not being on the same level spiritually as she was. So she was like disappointed in him.
0: I mean, not- it's kind of hard when she's so intense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, it's hard to match that energy. Um, she said the angel Marani was speaking to her all through the night so she was barely sleeping because she was listening to messages from angels all night um and that the angel was encouraging her to like find a spiritual partner and she was starting to see like that's not charles because he's not as religious as i am so
0: um oh my gosh yeah like, i mean it's that's so was she vocalizing this to them at the time, saying that like, oh I didn't get to sleep last night, the angels are talking to me again?
1: Yeah. She would like, say things like that and it they, wasn't really they a red committed. Story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like that I, is kind of a big red flag, like that you're literally hearing voices that you can't sleep.
1: Mm-hmm. People were just like, Oh, she's just so devoted into this religion. Like they didn't take it seriously, like at all.
0: Well, some people probably believed her. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so they move back to Chandler, Arizona, and Colby goes to college, and he and his then-girlfriend Kelsey start going to a Christian church because she was Christian, and Lori hated it. Like she, Are you kidding me? Yeah, she was, like, really mad. She constantly... um competed with his girlfriend Kelsey like for Colby's love and his attention and she really didn't she had a problem with Kelsey because he was or she was um you know taking Colby away as Lori saw it
0: I mean the thing is I think a lot of um um what what am I trying to say boy mom's Kind of have that issue. I think that's why it's like a common thing for mm-hmm. people to have issues with their mother in laws or like women to have issues with their mother in laws, especially. Um, it's common between everyone, you always hear people saying that, yeah. Um, just because you know, like you're taking their son away, they are the ones that created that man, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, and. In a bizarre way, you created this perfect man. You taught him all the morals, all everything, and then now he's being taken away. And it's like, yeah. it's obviously not like a romantic love, but like it is a love that's being taken away from you. Yeah. So it's really common for mother in laws to have, like, did you hear that? No. This car went by, I think it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Any mechanics listening, diagnose this sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, because yeah, because they're having their son taken away from them, and like us girls with our moms, we always come back and they're always our person that we go to, but like eventually with boy moms. The boys aren't gonna go to their like unless they have like mommy issues. They're not gonna go to their mommy with issues. They're gonna go to to their now wife or girlfriend yeah. with these yeah, issues. Yeah. So it is a really sad truth about having a boy. <laughs> like that's why I was like I was like kind of getting sad the other day thinking about like someday if I ever have a boy, <laughs> See, I'm not even not even pregnant, don't even have a boy, but I'm already like, oh, one day my boy is gonna leave me. <laughs> Oh god. But anyway, looking at it from the point of view of a parent, I can see how um how she'd have that that rivalry. You want your boy to end up with like the perfect girl and if I mean, but the thing is, come on, he's she's still taking him to church.
1: Right. Yeah. She's not an atheist or anything. Like it's Christianity. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um so at their wedding Lori said that Tylee was at a ski trip. So Lori didn't even let Tylee go to Kelsey and Colby's wedding, which they were very upset by. Um And after he was married, Lori started having a bit of depression with her son gone. And that's when she started talking about the end times and kind of got like obsessed with that.
0: Wow.
1: Um. Yeah. I think
0: that she clearly has already dealt. I mean, she's already had psych issues mm-hmm. before but now then just adding on to that it's like she went into like a depressive state
1: yeah I think it, a lot of it too is obviously she she had four husbands before and none of them worked out really it's not working out with Charles right now and yeah her son has been there to help help her raise like the younger kids and you know and he was the oldest and that's another mm-hmm. thing like now she and he was constantly there, like to support her and yeah, help her yeah. and now he's not. So yeah.
0: You're right. That's yeah.
1: another
0: thing. Right, you're right. And then with what I said on top of that, with um her creating the perfect guy to be there for her and like mm-hmm. have morals and then and now it's like he's not talking to her much at all because he's with his wife now. Like that's yeah. that's his priority.
1: Yeah. Mm. So it's at this time too. When she starts a podcast with her friend Melanie Gibb called Feel the Fire about all of this stuff, about all of the her visions and the end times. And the two of them would like talk about it on their podcast, which was a thing before that I didn't know that she had a podcast, uh, which you can still find and listen to. But if you want to see how crazy. She no is, way. I think so. Yeah.
0: I wonder what she's saying. Like, if she's just outwardly saying, like, I have all these visions. Listen to me. Yeah. And then what's her friend saying? Is she also having visions or is she just supporting her?
1: Her friend is not as intense, but her friend is a believer in, like, the end times as well. So they would kind of, like, talk about talk about that stuff. I, I heard <clears throat> some clips of it. So it was interesting what they were talking about. Um. They were involved in like going to conferences of like that were called preparing of people, which is kind of like, you know, like doomsday prep kind of stuff. And that's where she meets Chad Daybell. He was a writer of near death experiences and spiritual things like that, that he had been close to death a few times and like saw God. And that's why he was his mind was so open to like God telling him, to do things and having visions and like could predict things and all the, all that stuff. Um, And he tells Chad or Chad tells Lori, they've been married multiple times in past lives and he had visions of them together. And she totally believed him because he was very oh my compelling, gosh. you know, but also she was already on that mind track before meeting.
0: him. Right. That's the thing. As she yeah. already believed in all that. So then someone coming here and telling her, probably because people have always told her, like, no, you're crazy for thinking like that. So now they're, he's yeah. supporting it, too. Yeah. He's like, it's okay, I see it, too.
1: Validation.
0: Yes, that's the word.
1: Um, He was married at the time to Tammy Daybell, and they had five kids together. Um, So this was, like, obviously an affair that was kind of starting. <gasps> yeah.
0: Oh. <sighs> That is horrible. The man that you have 5 kids with is going off telling some woman like we've been married before. I see it. Yeah. That that gets me so mad for mm-hmm. his.
1: Life. Oh, poor Tammy. Can you imagine finding that out? Oh my god.
0: It just yeah. makes me want to punch him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Punch him in his stupid face. So <laughs>
1: So Mormons do not speak about visions and dreams and that kind of spiritual belief. Uh, it's a very big departure from Mormonism. So even though Chad was kind of saying he was working out of LDS, Latter-day Saints, he really wasn't cuz that wasn't what they believed in. They don't believe in that kind of stuff and like um so just to make that clear as well, that's not really Mormonism, what that's they're preaching and talking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The fact that she would dive so deep into, like, even, like, her saying she's having visions and everything. And, but be so committed to the church so much so that, like, you don't even talk to your, or you don't even like your son's wife because she goes to a different church. That just, yeah. like, that just shocks me.
1: hmm Same.
0: Like hypocritical.
1: Oh yeah. For sure. Um he Chad also believed there were a hundred and forty-four thousand chosen ones who were going to live through these end times in New Jerusalem, which he believed was Rexburg, Idaho. Of all places. No offense, Rexburg, but <laughs> New Jerusalem was gonna be there, I guess. Um <laughs> and He believed his books were scripture, basically. He was selling his books and telling people, like, my word and what I'm saying and what I'm seeing is scripture. Like, I am godly. That's... And people were selling, like, buying into it. Lori was buying into all of this. She was completely, like, enraptured by him.
0: So do you think... Do you think he's got some kind of psychosis or do you think he's on shrooms
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe i think like he's a narcissist i I was gonna say that he you know from what i believe of him i think maybe subconsciously in the back of his head he knows it's like wrong and not true but i think there's a part of him that also really believes what he's saying. He really believes this about himself. So yeah. It's complicated, fine line where I think he lives san sanity wise.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, narcissistic, that definitely that sounds true.
1: hmm I mean,
0: no one who
1: has started a cult or whatever is not a narcissist. You have to be to be a cult that's, leader.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not wrong. You're mm-hmm. very- Yep.
1: <laughs> so this is when Lori starts to believe that Charles, her husband, was already dead and a demon was living inside of him. And she was like, she would text Chad and be like, we just have to wait for this demon to die inside of Charles to be like fully together. So, yeah.
0: Imagine reading those texts like, I know. You're on, like on your wife's phone. <laughs>
1: like... Yeah. And Charles starts freaking out because, you know, he's privy to it. Like, he knows what she's thinking. Oh, no. And he warns his children, hey, Lori is not safe. She is crazy. But Lori starts telling everyone in their family that he's cheating on her. And she paints him as this, like, jilted ex. And everyone turns on him in the family. (gasps) They believe her over him and he's like she threatened to murder me and they're like you're making all of this up you were caught cheating and now you're trying to turn up when it's like the opposite uh, See, it's insane
0: so she knows she knows what she's saying is yeah. it right because she's not going insane shouting that from the rooftops
1: mm-hmm. she's not like he's possessed he's possessed he's possessed she knows people aren't gonna believe that if she starts saying it so that's not what she's saying like, in public, that's what she's saying privately with people who believe her.
0: You know what this reminds me of? What? This reminds me of, like, when we were little and we'd get to be, like... <laughs> you're like, well, what? This you're is this <laughs> okay. When we'd, like, play our games and, like, we'd make up this game and we'd get so into it. So real to where, like, even when we were going to, like, dinner or whatever we'd still be playing it at the table yeah but then like when our moms would talk to us then we'd like have to snap out of it and be like yes please can I have more peas and yeah. then go back to being like these characters
1: yeah
0: like it's like a game between us but no one else like no one else is part of the game no
1: one else is part
0: <laughs> of it yeah no <laughs> I I, I, like you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah it's like that it's like a it's like I'm so into this game my imagination's running wild mm-hmm. but I also know like, this is just a game, and, like, I have to be real in front yeah. of... Yeah, I'm not going to talk this
1: way to other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> Charles starts sending emails to the family that Lori was saying she thought she was a god. And, um, but again, people are just kind of ignoring him. Which is so sad. Like, imagine after all of this, you could have... If you had believed him at the start, you could have put a stop to so much. Oh, my God. Right. Not to, like, you know, blame the family. Because who wants to believe that about
0: their, and you know, family? If- but, yeah. It is also hard. Because, like, maybe they there was, like, some level of, like... Oh, yeah. Like, it might be... There might be some level that's true, but also like is he exaggerating it i know they're going through a hard time mm-hmm. like i don't want to get involved in their family drama right also like what is the level of like like at what at what point do other family members insert themselves to be yeah. like okay we need to go take her somewhere and like jump in because that takes like a lot of a lot of guts for someone to just jump in and step in and be like hey something's not right like Let's take her to the hospital. Like, let's get her admitted. admitted mm-hmm. Clearly, that's what she needed.
1: Yeah.
0: But, like, I mean, who's going to do that? He's not going to do that because he's already getting... He's getting accused of all his stuff and being painted as a horrible person. He doesn't want to help her.
1: Right. Not when you feel threatened. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not.
0: And then yeah. and the other family members are like, well, he's just exaggerating things because she's threatening him.
1: hmm Yeah. So it's... Or like. It's- complicated thing yeah yeah so when charles goes on a business trip alex or Lori's brother alex takes all of his stuff out of their house gets rid of it locks him out of the house and even takes his car from the airport so that when he lands he has like his car's not there to get home so
0: oh so alex is inserting himself just on the other side
1: yeah yeah wow um Charles comes back from this business trip and finds um, all my stuff is stolen. He can't get into his house. So he calls the police and he's like, I'm worried about my children, JJ and Tylee. Like, where are they? And no one is getting a hold of me. And the police, he tells the police that Lori had threatened to murder him and that she thinks she's this resurrected being. And she thinks she's a god. And he's telling them all of this and they're like okay we'll try and find her and it turns out she was at a hotel um and charles requests the police give lori a mental evaluation they're like sh- he said she needs this so you yeah. i'm not letting this go and the police speak to lori but they're really like charmed by her she just laughs and like and there's like body cam footage of all of this of Charles explaining frantically what's going on and then also Lori being interviewed by the police and she laughs and she's like I'm so sorry he's putting you through this and like he I caught him cheating a few days ago now he's like making up all these lies about me and the police kind of like laugh with her and they're like yeah you know you don't really seem like a crazy person to me but it would probably be best if you just did the evaluation like he wants and we can just drop this and she's like yeah sure no problem I'll take the evaluation so she takes it and is cleared, and they let everything go. Like, that's it.
0: I mean, the thing is, her story sounds more believable. Yeah, her saying, "Oh, I cheated on him. Now he's just trying to make my life hell." Mm-hmm. Or he cheated on me. Sorry, no. Right. Now he's just trying to make my life hell. I'm just, I'm just a poor woman trying to get on my feet. And she was, she's like good looking. I mean, she won Miss mm-hmm. America. Or not Miss America, Miss Mrs. Texas. Yeah, so it's like she obviously is the good looking person. So she's yeah. more charming in that sense.
1: It's like really my grandma would always say, He can't be a bad guy. He's good looking. She said that <laughs> for like every movie. And I'm like, Okay, grandma, he's definitely the bad guy. But no. Oh, no. Because he looks good.
0: <laughs> that is not a safe motto to live
1: by. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um So Charles after this scenario he goes to court to get their marriage dissolved and he accuses Lori of taking money from their business and that Lori's religious beliefs were getting like really bizarre um because she had said a few times that she didn't really need to eat anymore. That she had lived lives, many lives before, been to other planets, and that bullets couldn't harm her anymore, and she was immortal. So, like, all this crazy stuff. um, Yeah. All of this. So, they get their marriage dissolved, which is different from divorce, I guess. Interesting. Um, yeah. Ba-ba-ba-ba. So, Charles and Lori... Um, They did share custody of JJ, but at this point, Charles is very suspicious and fearful for everybody. So he makes his sister Kay his life insurance beneficiary instead of Lori, but she, he doesn't tell her this, but Kay, his sister is now his beneficiary. Um,
0: I mean, why don't you tell them though? Cause then they're less likely to kill you. Right. Kill
1: you. <laughs> right. I would let that be known immediately <laughs> if I was being worked if I, I was on Facebook. Wor- yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I hey, think so like, here's know, the paperwork.
1: Well, Beyond don't kill yeah. me.
0: Just mm-hmm. so you know, if you kill me, you're not getting anything.
1: There's nothing you to gain keep that a secret. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I would definitely say something, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> um charles then finds this fake email um that is supposedly from charles to chad saying i'll help publish a book for you in arizona and charles is like what the heck is this someone is pretending to be me on my email emailing this chad daybell and he suspects that this email is like sent in case anyone looks um So that it doesn't look suspicious as a reason for Chad to come to Arizona. Um, Like, so that if his wife, Tammy, looked at the emails or anything.
0: Oh.
1: But um, Charles is like, ha ha, I know what's going on. And he reaches out to Chad's wife, Tammy, about this (gasps) himself. And um, he's like. And he started letting Lori know, I know what's going on. I know you're having an affair with this Chad person, and I'm going to tell his wife, and I'm going to let everybody know what you're doing. And Charles had Lori's brother, Adam, try to put together an intervention for her. But she found out about this, and she was not pleased, as one normally isn't when you have an intervention.
0: So there... So the brother who just helped her, no, it's also- a different brother. So oh.
1: Alex is on her side, oh. but Adam is still in communication with Charles. Is the Adam is the only brother like in the family who hasn't like cut him off or anything? I see. I know they okay. have similar names, <laughs> Adam and Alex. Okay. Yes. Um, on July eleventh, twenty nineteen, Lori's brother Alex the one that's on her side, calls 911 saying he got in a fight with Charles and had to shoot him in self-defense. And he's (gasps) very, very calm on this phone call. And the operator's like, did you start CPR? And he's like, no. I'm not going to do that. I don't know how. And they were like, we can talk you through CPR. And he was like, I guess. Okay. Like, that was like his attitude on the phone. Oh my gosh. Um,
0: After killing a man. Or a man.
1: So, their story when the police get there, Alex says Charles got violent when he stopped by the house to pick up JJ, and that Charles had picked up a baseball bat and was coming towards Alex, and that Tylee picked up a bat to defend Alex. So, Lori and Tylee, like everyone was at the house at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But then Alex stepped between them, and Lori and Tylee left the house. That's the story. It's very strange. And then there's footage of Lori and Tylee going to Burger King, dropping JJ off at school, and going to buy flip-flops in the meantime, after this altercation had happened, and they left Alex and Charles alone at home. Strange. Um, And then Lori and Tylee show up at the house, they come back, and on the body cam footage like lori shows up smiling she makes jokes like oh sorry neighbor haha <laughs> sorry for this um she does not ask if charles is okay or if anything happened to him when he he is dead at this point uh. from being shot yeah doesn't ask anything um and so when they're interviewed tiley tells the cops she was holding a baseball bat, but that she never used it on anybody. It was, she was just kind of like holding it like, like she was scared and it was something to hold on to. And she and Lori both said they heard the gunshots, but didn't see anything because they were outside the house. And the cop was like, so you heard gunshots and you left to go to Burger King (laughs) and all this stuff. And Lori was like, I just went into mom mode and I just knew I needed to get my kids away. So that's why I left. And they were like, okay. And it was ruled as, like, self-defense. And they let everyone go.
0: Even... Okay. What? I mean, that is such a weird reaction for her. Mm -hmm. Because your brother is in there. There's two shots fired. Yeah. What if your brother was shot?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And she just seemed so confident. Like, she knew it was going to happen, you know? Um... And it was discovered later that Alex had called 911 43 minutes after the shooting had occurred. And Charles was shot a second time when he was already on the ground. <gasps> and no CPR was ever administered to him. Even though um, on the phone call, the operator was talking him through how to do it. And he was, like, saying that he was doing it on the phone. But no CPR was administered.
0: Yeah. How? How do you not? How yeah. is that found? to be self-defense yeah that Do makes not know. no sense he's literally lying on the phone mm-hmm. saying yeah. he's doing cpr so no attempt to resuscitation um shooting him a second time while he's already down are yeah. you kidding me yeah waiting 40 something minutes like all of those alone are reasons why this was not self just self defense, right? Like, but and then you take all of those. Are you kidding me? I I'm so annoyed because there's just like clear neglect.
1: Mm-hmm. So Lori calls her son Colby and said Charles had a heart attack and died at the house, um, which. Is not the truth,
0: obviously. Why? Why is she lying?
1: Right. It obviously the truth is going to come out. So why would you? Why would you say that?
0: Right. I mean, that's going to make the news.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So Colby freaks out. Like this man is like has been like his father, father figure that he's like grown up with. So he goes to the house and Tylee tells him what really happened, and he's like, "Mom, why?" the hell would you tell me this like why would you not tell me how he really died and she's just like i just like didn't want to break it to
0: you like that or whatever some
1: you know bs
0: what i think is i think she was involved i think that somehow she knew that that was going to go down Mm -hmm. whatever he was going to get shot and killed and the only person she like she wanted him to die but the only God. reason why she didn't want him to die is because she knew that Colby looked up to him. And so she had to, like, break it to Colby, and she didn't want to tell him about how gruesome it was because she actually, like, that was, like, what tapped into her sense of humanity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, And then Laurie tells Charles' sons... Um, That he had from his previous marriage. Of his death. 36 hours later. Through a text message. And it was a very like impersonal. Text message. She basically just said. Oh he passed away. I'll be planning something late. I'll give you details. On a funeral whatever later. Like it was basically like that.
0: He's not a dog. He's a human.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: He deserves more than a text. That's so cold. It is so cold. I understand, like, you guys were going through divorce, or you guys were divorced and everything. Mm-hmm. But where is your sense of humanity? I mean, for one, this is someone that you've claimed to love. Yeah. That you've raised children with. Mm-hmm. You just, this Those people are once your family. They deserve a little bit more yeah. than just a text. Are you kidding? <laughs> I keep saying that because I'm like... What is going on? Um so her his
1: sons obviously start freaking out and she doesn't respond to them for hours and doesn't say how she or he died and they're like, Lori, what the F? Like you can't just tell us our father passed away and then ghost us and they send her texts and texts and calls and she just doesn't answer and then she texts back eventually and said, I'm really busy too, you guys. Like I I have things going on and they're like, you're not too busy to tell us how our dad died. You're not that busy. And she's like, I'm waiting for the medical examiner. And then she tells JJ's school that he committed suicide. So she's telling three different stories, three different like death stories around right now.
0: Yeah. I'm so, I have no words. Mm -hmm. Nothing. This just makes me like oh my gosh like you're an idiot that alone alone tells you she's mentally unstable if nothing else yeah you know if okay if she's not guilty if this was like a horrible accident if there was also in self-defense the way that she is handling it tells is showing someone that's mentally unstable
1: Mm -hmm. yeah she so Lori then finds out about the life insurance going to Charles's sister, and she's very upset. Completely cuts off Kay, and then Kay starts to begin to be suspicious and scared for JJ and Tylee, rightfully so. Um, and Lori then decides they're going to move, and Tylee cries and says goodbye to her grandma and her brother Colby. Um. And Colby is worried about them at this point, but his wife, Kelsey, is pregnant at this time, and it's a very, very difficult pregnancy, so he couldn't, like, go with them or, like, check up on them a lot, and he knew that. So, and he was only getting texts from Tylee, so it was starting, like, the worry started to, like, build up.
0: Yeah. Right, I mean that's got to be hard but also like we've said like he is now he's making a new family he's got Mm -hmm. other priorities
1: exactly that's
0: so hard
1: how sorry um so colby eventually calls Lori, and is like kylie Kylie. Kylie's texts are really weird she won't call me what is going on is she like depressed like what's And the way she's speaking on the phone, like, through text is not how she normally texts me. Like, she has no punctuation and stuff like that. And, like, people pick up on things like that. Like, of how someone normally texts. And he knows it's weird. And Lori is like, she's fine. She's fine. And then shuts Tylee's phone off so he can't text her anymore. Um,
0: Oh, so that's not guilty at all. That's not... Yeah, no.
1: So... Kelsey and Colby start looking in the emails that Charles had been sending before he died to, like, re-look at them. And Kelsey finds an email called Family History Documents. And in this, Lori calls Tylee a dark spirit. And Kelsey and Colby are instantly, like, sickened and, like, worried about what that means. Um, there was a whole list of everyone in the family and it listed if she thought they were a light or dark spirit on this numeric scale and kelsey was listed as a three dark spirit and tiley was a 4.1 dark spirit of whatever the hell that meant you know
0: okay like i gasped so much for that because like she already know we already know she hates kelsey yeah. So for her to be, like, higher on that stupid scale yeah, than her own daughter who she lives with and mm-hmm. has complete control over.
1: That's so scary.
0: That is, that's really dangerous.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, she also believed there were 20,000 zombies out there in the world. And Chad knew who they were. And he would tell her who it was. And, like, when to get rid of them. And they, she would call them Zs. Like, in her texts and everything. Like, Zs. Zombies. So freaking weird.
0: When to get rid of them. When yeah. does she doing, going around killing people? Like, what does that mean?
1: You know, she's saying she's going on these missions. Quote, unquote. Um, Yeah. And there are texts that were found between Lori and her brother Alex. Where she said she was working on Zs. Trying to get to the bottom of what we need to do to eliminate them completely. So, yeah. And her brother Alex is like, oh, yeah, good luck with that. Like, yeah. Like, he has fully bought into it in, like, her ideology. Like, the two of them are in on a lot of this, like, together. Because he fully buys it now. Which is so strange.
0: What is going on? (laughs) I just, I can't wrap my mind around that. I mean... Is she really that convincing or is he just like playing along or is this just like, like this just, honestly, I keep going back to like the comparison I made earlier. This literally feels like a kid's game mm-hmm. that they're playing because yeah. they're keeping it all a secret and it's not like they're like voicing it to everyone. I mean, if there's literally zombies in the world, don't you think you'd be like, hey, that guy's a zombie. Let's run away. Yeah. I don't oh think people would be okay with you killing them. hmm There were zombies. I mean, I wouldn't have an issue with you killing a zombie right in front of me. Yeah. I'm I so understand totally like you, I understand that's like very doomsday. Like she's really into the doomsday of it all. But like I when you when with doomsday prepping, you don't think like Like, we joke around about a zombie apocalypse. That's always, like, your go-to. Like, oh, okay, what would you do during a zombie apocalypse? Uh Uh-huh. But it's, like, she's, like, actually living it. She thinks that it's actually happening.
1: It's bizarre. And, like, yeah, she manages where, like, it's completely... What am I trying to say? It's completely, like, captivating her whole life. Like, her whole life is about this. And yet, at the same time, she's able to conceal enough of it away where it's not like major red flags to everybody
0: right like she's lying about it or she's she's not like shouting it from the rooftops like we were saying it's weird or she's or she yeah she is literally lying about it to people
1: Mm -hmm. weird so bizarre and then in these texts as well she tells alex that their brother adam was a zombie and someone else named brandon was a zombie um and it turns out brandon is laurie's niece's ex-husband so another like distant relative through marriage but they're divorced now so because they got divorced he is now a zombie and and she's saying that their brother is one now too and alex is like oh bummer sad to hear that when she says their brother a zombie that needs to be taken out.
0: I couldn't. Imagine. The fact that like that's his response makes me think he's just kind of like playing along, or maybe he, maybe he bought into it so much, so far along to like kill um her ex husband, mm-hmm. and then it's now like um she's talking a little crazy, but if I go again like she's all he has now, like yeah. he just of murder for her.
1: She right. can turn on
0: him in a second. Yeah. So it's like he's gotta be careful what he says to her because she's got a lot of power there if he if she decides that he's a zombie or whatever.
1: Cle- yeah, clearly she's capable.
0: So. Yeah, so he's so at that point I think he's gotta play along. Maybe he fell for it at first enough to kill the ex husband, and then
1: mm-hmm. the crazier
0: she started talking and the more he realized like, Okay, this is a, a lie.
1: Like he I'm in him too deep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um That's my
0: guess.
1: Yeah. On October 2nd, 2019, um, Brandon was shot at in his home, and um, he lived, like, it was basically like a drive-by, so it didn't, it didn't, the bullets didn't hit him, um, but he calls the police, and he's like, it was this gray Jeep, and the police find it, and it was, it belonged to Charles, but Alex now had that Jeep. So it was Alex who had taken the shots at Brandon. Mm-hmm. Obviously trying to take him out. Yeah. So he's fully in it now. Whether yeah. he wants to be or not. You know, he's part mm-hmm. of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chad tells a friend that he had a vision of his wife Tammy in his truck and she drove off the road, hit a pole, and he saw her spirit leave her body. And this friend is like, what the what the heck are you talking about like that's horrifying terrible yeah um and the next day or not the next day but a few days later after the brandon incident october 10th tammy arrives home and a man in a ski mask shot at her and chad is home and he tries to run after this person but they flee and obviously i believe that's a whole setup you know Mm -hmm. he was there but like you know you don't say you you had visions of your wife dying like and then she gets mysteriously shot at you know
0: no no he's clearly planning something
1: um chad texted Lori saying tammy is in limbo and a level and a level three demonic entity named viola is in her body it happened about 10 p.m. So, like, what? He's saying, yeah, this specifically at 10 p.m. I saw it. I saw this level three demonic entity enter her body. Like, what is? Are you are you on drugs, sir?
0: Yeah, honestly. Are they just like, I, I, like, this is so weird to me.
1: It's so weird. And, like, I didn't know, like, last time we did all this, I didn't know, like, how crazy the religious stuff. Like, how ever. deep that went
0: yeah we did not cover even half of this
1: yeah um so nine days after that text Tammy died 49 years old healthy healthy as can be and but she passed away at home like in her sleep and Chad gets four hundred and thirty thousand dollar life insurance from her i I I and I don't know what it What could have made her look like she passed away in her sleep? Because to me, like, obviously, that is so suspicious. There's no way, you know? But, like, how do you fake something that looks so natural?
0: Right. That's the thing is, like, I wonder what he did because, I mean, an autopsy would have shown suffocation or, like, poison or something. Like, I wonder what, what happened.
1: Yeah. Super weird. Um so at this point it is November of twenty nineteen, and Kay and Larry and Kelsey and Colby, they're all very, very concerned why they have not been hearing from JJ and Tylee. Kay and Larry last had um a video call with them in August of twenty nineteen. So it'd been a couple months before they had like talked face to face on the phone or video call. Um no messages and no contact. And then they all realized that they had moved to Idaho, to Rexburg, Idaho. Very strange. And none of them knew that the whole family had moved out of state to go there. Oh. So this yeah, that was a surprise for everybody. So that is
0: such bizarre behavior. Yeah. Out of the blue. That
1: would definitely, definitely freak me out even more. That they were farther Mm -hmm. away than I even thought they were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Larry and Kay request the police go check on the children in Rexburg like a welfare check. And the police show up to the address that they had for Lori and she isn't there but Alex and Chad are at the house. And Alex tells the police that jj is with his grandmother in louisiana and the police are like ha ha you're funny she's the one who sent me here so no Mm -hmm. that's not the truth um and laurie comes back to the house and she said oh my brother got outdated information um the kids are with my friend melanie in arizona and, or JJ is with my friend Melanie in Arizona, and Tylee is at BYU for college. And Tylee is 16 years old, so she's not even at the college age. Uh. Okay. Or, yeah, she's, like, at some... I'm pretty sure it was BYU. That's what I have written down. Like, so that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So the police call Melanie... And she's like, uh, no, I haven't seen JJ in three months. I definitely do not have him with me. I don't know why she would tell you that. Um,
0: so, yeah. So did they? Did she just think they weren't going to call? Right. Figure, like figure out where
1: The trial was going to end there. Or she thought Melanie would lie for her, probably. But, like, why would you do that? Even if you were friends? Right. Don't lie about your children. <laughs> like, being with me if they weren't
0: yeah right
1: yeah um so the officers then go by colby's house to see if the kids are with him and colby freaks out he's like what do you mean you don't know where they are and he calls his mom and he's like where are my siblings like what's going on and Lori's like don't worry they're fine they're fine but i just like i can't the police like they don't need to know our business. They don't need to know. And Colby's like, I need to know. They're they're my siblings. They're my younger siblings. Like um, but she's like, but she just refuses to tell him anything. She's like, just they're fine, okay? Let it go. Um
0: that is which so... I would never buy. No. I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure yeah. like No, I, I don't like he's not gonna fall for that. He's not gonna be like, oh like until I talk to someone, I'm not going to let this go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Especially after he and his wife just found that list of darks and light spirits in your family. No way. Um. So this is when news starts breaking fast about Tylee and JJ being missing. And they become, like, national news as, like, this hunt for them begins. Um. So it was, like, pretty far a couple they had been missing for months before the world like even knew about it um and tammy's body is exhumed in december and the day after her body is exhumed alex cox Lori's brother is dead winds up dead uh Uh. yeah he apparently died of blood clots which his brother and dad did have, so it could have been hereditary, but he had never had any signs of it before and never had any problems. And then, like, it just, he just dies all of a sudden. Mm.
0: All this timing is very uh,
1: suspicious.
0: Very suspicious. Yes, indeed.
1: But the autopsy, I said that weird, the autopsy is ruled as a natural death. Um, from the blood clots. So it wasn't really, they didn't look into it any further that it was foul play or anything. But, hmm. So the next day after that, like this is a series of events that happen day after, like one day right after the other. Um, The family sees in the news that Lori had been married to Chad in Hawaii months ago. That they had gotten married in March of that year, two weeks after Tammy died. Oh. And yeah, it doesn't look good for anybody. No. Uh and to find out on the news, too, your mother has been in Hawaii, like married and happy, and in none of these wedding photos or anything that they find, the kids are not in any of these photos. Um this is a uh, March of twenty twenty, by the way, that they got married.. Um, so the police do a search of Chad's house, and he's not there, and they don't find the kids, but they did take forty three items from his house that they believe could be relating to Tammy's death. So that is what they went into the house looking for is for evidence about something that happened with Tammy. And the, mm-hmm. they still have not announced anything of, like, what came from her exhumation, exhumation. from her body being exhumed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the press find Lori in Kauai, and they ask her a bunch of questions, like, your kids are missing. Your, like, where, where are they? What do you have to say? And she just says, like, no comment, no comment. And the reporter says, people around the world are praying for your children, praying that they're found. And she just goes, that's great. Good for them. Like, that's it. Um, the Kauai police issue a search warrant of their house, and they find JJ's iPad and Tylee's ATM card and their birth certificates, but they do not find the kids. And... Lori has issued a court order to show up in Rexburg with the kids to prove that they are okay, or she will be issued with contempt of court. Mm-hmm. Um, January 30th of 2020 goes by. That can't be right. Yeah, it was of 2020. So they had been married last March, not March 2020. My bad. Um, so the deadline expires and she does not show. Court mm-hmm. and she is now facing contempt of court. And eventually she goes to face those charges and um and does not produce her children, obviously. Um, and she denies everything. She says the kids are safe, they're fine, um total in denial still. And the last picture of Tylee and JJ seen is in September in Yellowstone, um, like alive. Like that was the last that people believe they were last seen alive because nobody had seen anything from after that. Um, and cell phone pings in September show suspicious texts between Alex, Chad, and Tammy, where. Chad was texting Tammy, like, hey, I want to burn some trees in the backyard, like, to which is basically, and then also that he had found a large raccoon, and he was like, I'm just going to throw it in with the tree limbs and, like, start this fire in the backyard. Obviously, Ew. those texts are a cover-up of why he would, like, have this huge fire in your backyard, right?
0: Right, exactly.
1: Yeah. So nine months of the kids being missing... Alex's phone records show he was at Chad's property multiple times in September including September 9th which was the last time Tylee was seen alive and September 22nd which is the last time JJ was seen alive because there was a photo of him dated September 22nd
0: um
1: and quite a few other times so Mm -hmm. they were like why were you on his property um, specifically these days, which are significant, yeah. obviously? Um, and on June 9th of 2020, the police go to Chad's house with warrants from the FBI, the Rexburg police as well. And they dig on his property. And they find human remains. And as they're finding these, Chad tries to drive off. He gets in a car and drives off down the road. Obviously, he's caught and is immediately arrested for trying to flee the scene. Right. Um, And Brandon identifies the vehicle as the car that Tylee used to drive. He was like, that's Tylee's car. Um. And Brandon also um, goes in to ID the remains so that the other family members don't have to. And they are Tylee and JJ. It's their bodies on Chad's property.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: which is so sickening. So sad. It really upsets me. I. This makes me so sick. And, like, watching the videos and stuff that I watched for it, I was, like, crying. Like, it's so awful.
0: I just... I can't believe their own mother would do that. I mean, if there's not some kind, I mean, I don't even know. Like it's just all the signs were there and mm-hmm. you just don't know when to intervene. Yeah. But and clearly it clearly was just progressing more and more and I mean, we kind of talked about this with the Slenderman case too, like wh- I feel like when you get the wrong people together, really bad stuff can happen. Oh, yeah. Just the fact that both of them had these really grandiose thoughts and were claiming of these visions and Mm -hmm. all this stuff really makes me, like, think that if they hadn't found each other, they wouldn't have, like, egged each other out so much.
1: Right. Like, it it maybe wouldn't have escalated so far. And Yeah. To this
0: extent. Mm Mm-hmm. So, did they ever find out with T- Tammy what happened? So,
1: not yet. So, okay. yeah. Um, it hasn't been released to the public yet about Tammy, anything about her yet. Um, mm-hmm. They did say that JJ was wrapped in trash bags and duct tape and a melted green bucket with burnt flesh and partial human skull. Was found. And Kylie had been dismembered and burned. Apparently. Um, No official cause of death has been publicly announced for either of them. But that was how their remains were found. So.
0: I mean, um, that would be really difficult to find, to figure out.
1: Yeah. Um, So Chad and Lori uh both were charged with concealment of evidence and conspiracy to conceal evidence neither are charged with murder yet um and that's where we ended last time so neither have been charged with murder or anything um and they had been scheduled for trial in july of 2021 um but on tuesday may 25th of 2021 Lori and Chad were indicted on official first-degree murder charges for Tylee, oh, okay. JJ, and Tammy, all three of them.
0: Oh, good.
1: Yeah, um, and they faced conspiracy, concealment of evidence, destruction of evidence, on top of these new murder charges. Um, and police were also going to look into investigating the death of Lori's previous husbands. Um. And Tyleed's father, which was ruled at a natural death at the time, and also Alex's death. So they were looking into all of these people wow. who had died around them over the years to see what was gonna happen with that. Um And then at their hearing, Melanie Gibb testified recorded conversation that she had of like why didn't why did you tell the police that I had JJ? And Lori said I needed someone to tell so that she didn't tell them so that she wouldn't have to tell them where they really were. Melanie was like, well, you're crazy. I wasn't going to lie for you like you wanted. Um, And other friends testified that Lori had said that JJ climbed on the fridge and cabinets and smashed her iconography. So he had to have been possessed. And so...
0: For a child. Yeah. A child
1: with autism as well like sometimes he'll have outbursts that and she's like it's the devil like how awful how awful is that that makes me sick um lori remains confident um that what she did was purposeful and like fully she fully truly believes it was like in the name of God, and that she really like did this to protect her children. Like she fully believes that. Um, so she is deemed not competent for trial, um, and she needs to be in a mental. Fa- so she's put in a mental facility, and they cannot go to trial yet until she is deemed competent to even stand for trial. Um,
0: so what?
1: in this meantime, while <laughs> she's at a mental facility. Colby and Kelsey throw a memorial for Tylee, JJ, and Charles in Kauai, which was once, Mm -hmm. like, a happy place for them. Um, Then, in April of 2022, this year, Lori was found competent to stand trial, so they can finally go to trial, which is going to start next year. Um, So Chad and Lori are going to stand in a joint trial, with the death penalty being pursued in 2023. So that is where we are at with this case. It is still not over, but they are wow. going to be tried. To try somebody together, that you have to be confident that you got, which I mean, at this point, no duh, you're going to feel confident about prosecuting, but you have to be really confident that you got them if you want a joint trial.
0: Well, that's kind of that's gonna be really difficult because how are they gonna link Lori and with Tammy and like there's who's actually the one doing the killing? Who's the one that's yeah. that's gonna be very interesting?
1: I think yeah, that's gonna be. They must be sure that Tammy at least knew about all of these deaths that were going to happen. So. Yeah. And also the other deaths are being investigated, but they are officially on trial for um Tylee, JJ, and Tammy. So not yes. Charles or anyone else. Um so the three of them have to be connected, obviously. That they believe the two of them were in on all three of those together, obviously. Right. So
0: I do yeah. think that I think that they used from what it sounds like, Alex was like the, the one that did the killings.
1: He was like their hit guy, their fall guy.
0: It, until yeah, it seems like was they really dead. used him. Yeah, I mean he's the one that's going to the property all those days. Like mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I but... think they were, being like once Alex had done his job, they potentially he might have died of natural causes. But they potentially got rid of him and went to Hawaii to live their happy little life, thinking everything was done and over with now.
0: I mean, three is a crowd, especially when it's your brother. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I can see why they were there.
1: We'll definitely have to. (laughs) We'll definitely have to talk about the trial when that happens next year so
0: i mean it's coming up right around the corner so that's nuts
1: Mm -hmm. yeah truly i you know we're with the death penalty being pursued i really wouldn't feel that bad if that's what they got so because that's just your own children that's I mean, to any child, but, like, and then to claim you are justified in doing it, too. Like, you have no remorse at all. It's horrible.
0: Yeah, the fact that she literally doesn't even, didn't even care for years afterwards mm-hmm. just shocks me. She's just so delusional. And that just makes me so sad because just, like, if it's to the point where she can't even stay in tra- trial, like, they can't even find her competent. Competent enough to stand trial for oh, like over a year. Mm-hmm. That just tells me that she was so delusional and so off her rocker at that point that she really needed help and yeah. it was neglected. Someone, I mean, people, person after person was missing it, but like when she was literally supposed to have a psych eval, something was missed.
1: Right. And she had that podcast where she talked about all this stuff, did no one in her family listen to it and then think, oh, she definitely needs help. Like.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um, there's a, it. it is hard because it's like, people are allowed to have these, like these differing thoughts and like are allowed to believe what they want to believe, even if it's yeah. off the wall. But to when it's to the point where like, it's endangering others and herself and if it's like it's not her normal character then Mm -hmm. yeah maybe um maybe she's like yeah i would agree
1: so we'll see how this uh trial pans out and i think it'll be we'll definitely have to talk about it because it'll be the first joint trial i think that we would talk about i've never i've never seen or heard of one before that I know of, so that would be interesting to see legally how they do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm very curious, too, because, yeah, they have to find both of them guilty, which, I, I they must have enough evidence.
1: Yeah, they must. So, yeah. and they've had all this time, extra time to prepare while waiting for her to be competent. So. Exactly.
0: Exactly. They're just acquiring more and more evidence. She's yeah. just giving them more and more time.
1: Because it's not like they're not going to work on it just because it hasn't started. Yeah.
0: Exactly. All right. Well, on that note, Emily, where did you get most of this information?
1: Um, It's a new Netflix documentary uh, limited series called Sins of Our Mother. It's three episodes, so you can easily breeze through it. But it gave so much insight. And it's from like Lori's mother's perspective from Colby's perspective of like, and they were giving like family members were giving all this information. So it was really interesting to hear them wow. talk about it and give that information. So definitely check it out.
0: Have you watched Dalmer, Dalmer yet?
1: I have not. I have not, but I'm very I am, interested. I'm interested.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I heard it's like it.
1: my roommate's watching it right now. And she says it's like, it's like so sickening.
0: People yeah. say it's yeah. like super accurate. Yeah, really sickening. Um, yeah. Uh, All okay. right. Anyway, on that note, I'm Casey. I'm Emily. And you just heard a sprinkler of sugar, a dash of murder.